Welcome to Casa Campus Podcast. Welcome to the first Casa Campus Podcast. We are here with Fahad Siriki, president of the company. Hello, Fahad. How are you doing? Very good. How are you? Fine, very well. Well, Fahad, tell us where do you come from? <laughs> um, well, I'm 29 years old now. Um, I was born and raised in London. My parents are originally from Pakistan. Uh, oh. Now I'm living in Buenos Aires. Great. And how does Argentina treat you? Great. I mean, there's sun here, which is something that I was missing a lot in London. And uh, the people here are very nice and uh, they're very emotional. And I like that. They're not as reserved as those in the UK. So I'm enjoying it. Great, man. And tell me, how is it being a young entrepreneur? Does your fresh, uh, fresh look, fresh point of view give you any advantage? Um, I think most entrepreneurs right now are younger than they used to be in previous generations. And all of us have our own perspectives that are original and we're all trying to try and make a difference in some way in whatever industry we choose. So I think um, also the access to information today has given us the ability to execute on our original thoughts with the internet. I think that's played a big role. Um, so I wouldn't say anything special about me particularly, but mm. I think anyone who has the drive and wants to be an entrepreneur today, it's a great time to be with the social media and internet. Anything is possible. Do you have any advice for young entrepreneurs that want to to get out of the world? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to start um, their business? Yeah, I would just say start. Do it. The only way, yeah, exactly, do it. The only way to make anything happen is by trying. And if you fail, that's a lesson. So the only thing I could suggest to anyone is to just go out there and try it until you try it. You don't know whether you can do it or not. And if you don't try it, you're going to be kicking yourself and get depressed later in life, I think. I agree. So, uh, so it's better to just try it. Great, man. And tell me, Casa Campus, it, it is not your first business venture. Mm -hmm. uh, where did you start? I start, so... Official business uh, or non-official? Because I did some unofficial kind of business back in school when I had old... Uh, phones of my family that we weren't using anymore because we'd changed to a new phone and so these phones were just lying around at home and I had friends who wanted a phone <laughs> so I thought you know I could sell these phones to the other guys who were at school so that was kind of the first uh, first contact with my business first, my first kind of <laughs> personal contact with business I think great man and was it good this I mean I made money that I didn't that wasn't really a needing at the time, but you know, I put to use something that wasn't being put to use before. Someone else could enjoy it. Great, man. Something, exactly. Win-win for everybody. Yeah, especially me. <laughs> I can tell. Uh, tell me, how were you introduced to co-living? Um, well, co-living didn't start um, with an exact plan to execute the concept of co-living. It was more to just service the need for students Um, and help them with their housing issues in London. Um, there's a lot of foreign students in London who are very unfamiliar with the housing market. So we just wanted to provide a service for them in the UK. Um, and that evolved into finding out that people who weren't students who were actually working wanted pretty much the same type of product. 
So co-living emerged because we found that we were renting houses to students and young professionals who were living under the same roof uh, and they were happy living together and they could share their own experiences and it created a pretty interesting and uh, unique experience for everyone. Um, and slowly or fast, we, uh, we expanded and did bigger and bigger projects with the same ethos of everyone is welcome, students or young professionals. Um, so that's how co-living for me kind of evolved. Great man. And in a few words, what is the main advantage of living in a co-living community for you? That's a good question. Um, for me personally, I think it's just being exposed to different people and different points of view. And as soon as you open yourself up to being exposed to this, these differences, you learn more about yourself and the world. And I think that type of education and that kind of knowledge is very important for everybody. So I think that is the most important. Obviously, the other things that are useful are the efficiency and the flexibility that the place offers in the common areas. But I think the human connection and learning about other people and their cultures and backgrounds Uh, is the most enriching. It's like the basis, no? Knowing your partner, knowing the person next to you. Exactly, I think it's, it's key because um, if you don't know what else is out there in the world and you stay within your own bubble, you're not likely to grow. So I think co-living creates a great infrastructure to help people grow individually. Yeah, man, I agree completely. <clears throat> Tell me about your experience living here in Argentina. I mean, Um, it's been great. Um, I came here without much of a plan, um, but I was very attracted to the city and its architecture. It's quite European, so that made me comfortable straight away. It wasn't so different from back home. Um, obviously, the culture is slightly different. I feel that in Argentina, the Argentines are most similar to Italians. I don't know why, but I think Maybe it's the use of hand gestures and their passion when they speak. Um, so that is always, that's quite exciting to me because I have a quite a conservative, reserved character and being around people who are a lot more extrovert is interesting um, and fun to be around. It's like the yin and the yang. Exactly. So, <laughs> you know, the grass is always green on the other side. So for me, the grass is quite green over here. Great, man. Uh, tell me. What are you passionate about? What is your passion? Ooh, that's a, that's a good question. Um, I think, I think personally at this stage in life, maybe continuing on, hopefully, it's just to try and impact as many people as possible. And that starts from family, friends, people who I work with, um, and then also in what I'm working on. Um, I want whatever I do to try and impact as many people as possible in a positive way so they um, are a help to society rather than a hindrance. So I think Make right the difference. Now, yeah, to just try and get people and create an environment where people are willing to help others. Um, I think that's the most important for me right now. Great, man. Um, the, my final question, it has nothing to do with this. Mm -hmm. It's just... A question. Yeah. Uh, if you were left in an island, a lonely island, alone, miles away from any kind of society, right. and if you had to choose only one meal to eat every day of, of your life, 
What would you choose? It can be any meal. Any meal. And I get it every day. Yeah, man. Um, well, it's tough because there's a lot of snacks that I like, but there's, there's not really filling enough or nutritional enough. But like everyone likes their family or their mother's cooking, so my mother's curry, chicken curry and rice with salad would I'd be very happy man with that forever. Great man. Well, thank you very much for your time. Thank And this you. was the first Casa Campus podcast, so stay tuned for more podcasts here. I am Jan Watson, your host. See you later.